Good morning, listeners. We are live at Podcast Studio B. We're calling it B because uh, the old one was A, and we're actually over at our new office uh, over here at Godfrey Drive in Orono. Um, sitting here with uh, with our co-host, Matt Tebow. Um, you get to me, guest host Doug Morrison today. Herb Sargent is, uh, is off, so um, we'll be sitting here with Matt. We've got a, a couple special guests we're going to be bringing in. Um, just going down through the outline for today's podcast, we're going to go through project awards. Uh, we've got our main topic. Uh, we've got only four shout outs, uh, wishing we could get some more of those hoping when the season really, really ramps up, we'll start to get some more. Um, we've got some takeaways and announcements towards the end. We'll go over. So, uh, just, just jumping right into the awards. Uh, the estimating department's been, been fairly busy. Uh, we did pick up the uh, Mount Carberry landfill job in Berlin, New Hampshire. It's a good addition for the uh, New Hampshire backlog over there. It's a cell project. Um, Going to be ramping up probably probably sometime in April, and uh, it's got a lot of lot of excavation on. It. I think it's around two hundred eighty thousand yards of dirt. So, like I said, Sean uh, over there in the New Hampshire office very excited to get going on that. Just jumping right into the main topic, uh, we've got special guest here, James McCarthy, joining us from the uh, from the Saco MTA project. Uh, so we got him on live, and uh, I guess before jumping into the Saco project, just want to uh, mention it's Valentine's Day here. So uh, want to make sure, Matt, Matt, you've been shopping yet? I did not get you anything. No, <laughs> not that I wanted anything, but. Uh, no, we're we're probably all late shoppers here in the construction industry. I think that's a common theme. You can't buy love. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, you can't buy it. So, uh, so James, we got you on on board here. And uh, one of the things we were we were thinking is is not a lot of company uh, has got a chance to meet meet the real James McCarthy. I believe you may have been on the podcast once before, but uh, what better way to uh, to introduce the real James McCarthy than maybe go through some lightning round questions? So uh, I did not disclose these questions to James McCarthy. And uh, we're going to we're going to fire some off real quick and uh, kind of see what his response is. So uh, Matt and I will will t- kind of take the lead on this. So, uh, James, city and state in which you were born and raised. Uh, Machai, uh, I was born in Blue Hill, but I grew up in Machias. OK, Matt, how many years have you been in the construction industry or related fields? Um, related fields, probably since uh, 2011, 2010, 2011. So, James, you are a civil engineer uh, student at the university, right? And you got into uh, maybe some of the geotech side of the business before coming into the construction side, right? Yeah, I worked for a geotech consultant for a couple of years and was around the construction industry, charging corporation in particular on a number of jobs and looked a little bit more uh, more up my alley building stuff rather than uh, being part of the part of the consulting team. We're certainly uh, certainly glad you made the uh, the transition to come to work for us. That's for sure. Um, what does James do for hobbies when you're not running the uh, second largest job in company history? I usually like to do stuff, uh, outside. I like to fish and hunt and, and, uh, just spend time outside. Uh, last two years I've been spending most of my free time trying to build a new house. So that's right. And you're finally, uh, finally moved into that new house, right? Uh, we are, but I've been told, I've been given strict instructions that I've got plenty of work still to do outside to get it ready for, uh, a wedding this summer. So uh, that's right. That's right. So that goes well with Valentine's Day, huh? So you're uh, re- recently engaged, correct? Uh, yep. 
All our listeners now know you're off the market here. This is where the questions get interesting. James, is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat an animal cracker? Yeah. Got yeah, it's got to be. On this one. <laughs> had to think about that. Give me a name of an up-and-comer within the organization that you see great potential in and why, James. Uh, I'd have to go with Jeff Shaw because he did a hell of a job last last week while I was gone. Uh, keep Keeping the project moving, clearing, and and dealing with, uh, dealing with the inspectors and, and getting this thing kicked off. I couldn't agree with you more on that. I had I dealt with Jeff last week. You stole you stole my uh, you stole my impromptu shout out there, so I'm giving it early. It's okay. We don't have a set agenda here for you, buddy. Yeah, I can contest to that. Uh, that boy's come a long way. So, name one reason other than money you get up and put your boots on every morning. One reason other than money? Um, well, just satisfaction. You know, I I got into the construction industry because I felt good at the end of the day. You know putting in a long, hard day's work and having something you could sit back and, and see that you were part of building at the end of the day. So just self-satisfaction. I think that's, uh, I think that's why we're all sitting at the table here. It's all the same thing. Yep, absolutely. Um, money doesn't buy everything. And, and if you're not happy with what you're doing, then it's, it's just not worth it in the end. That's a, it's a very good answer. Uh, next question. Uh, this one tells a lot about the real James McCarthy. And I, I just, I just got to know bush light or white claws. Bushlight. Bushlight. That was a quick, very quick <laughs> response, James. Big fan. <laughs> if you were a person looking to get into the construction field, why work for Sargent? Well, I just think it's a great company to work for. I'm, I mean, we've got uh, plenty of opportunities and, um, you know, you, you don't get to work on the types of jobs that, that we work on, especially if you're in the main area. Um, you know, we work on everything from wind jobs to highway jobs to 40 foot deep holes next to the bay. So sounds good. Last question for you. We're, we're not going to beat you up too bad. Who's better at ice fishing you or your brother Ian? He used to be really good at it. He's been out of the game for a while. Uh, I don't know. He, he, he'd have to sharpen his skills again. Just for you listeners. Uh, his brother Ian is also a, a construction superintendent for Sergeant corporation. So there's always a, always a little bit of rivalry. He, he had me, he had me for the longest time, but I've, I've been giving him a run for his money lately. As his kids get get older, maybe he'll start freshening up his skills, taking them out. They'll they'll take us both on. Yeah. So James, you did well. Appreciate it. Um, let's let's get to the main event here, the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Let's talk about the 2023 season and the new 42 million dollar Saco Exit 35 project. Um, I alluded to that in the questions up above. Um, this is the second job, second largest job in uh, in company history. Obviously, we have the brewer job we got a couple of years ago. Um, which was, uh, which was much larger, but, uh, this Saco job is, it's, it's a piece of work. It's, it's a tough piece to tackle here. Just kind of give us an overview. How's the project shaping up, uh, as we're just getting going? Well, we're kind of just getting going. They, uh, I was down in Houston last week. So the guys got it going while I was, uh, down doing some, uh, heavy job training. They get it going, uh, clearers are here. Um, I think they probably got the rest of this week knocking down, uh, knocking down the rest of the trees. We're getting, getting our, uh, Offices set up. I think those are getting delivered tomorrow. Uh, then the MTA's office getting delivered a little bit later on, and um, then we're going to start looking into stepping in some roads uh, for some of our access points. Um, a little bit different than some of the other MTA jobs that we've we've been doing. Um, we've got Route 112 that that cross over the highway. That's kind of going to be our main um, access to the project. We really don't have to access it from the highway, um, at least for this year. Um, then we'll get going, putting a preload on and, and really start getting into the meat and potatoes and in a month or so, start getting into the, 
the first of two buildings and um, really start really start firing all cylinders a um, month or two from here. Sounds good. Um, so let's talk about the crew in their integral role that's going to be for this project. And uh, a lot of the crew that we've kind of uh, lined up for this project worked with you last season on a on a somewhat similar job down in down in York at the uh, at the Toll Plaza demo down there. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to have uh, John Powell down here again, who's out right now. I think he just recently had a had a newborn. So congratulations to, to congratulations. John and his wife. Um, John's going to be down here, kind of looking over uh, looking over a lot of the other foremen and whatnot, kind of running a few items on his own, but really taking taking some more of that uh, project engineer type role. Um, we get a lot of different subs. Uh, we're going to have a lot of our own crews at times. And a lot of our crews are kind of younger and they're going to get a chance to fight off a few bigger items than they're, they've done on the previous jobs. And um, hopefully Sean can kind of be a right hand man there to look after those guys. And yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta jump in with, with uh, Sean Powell. I mean, he's, he's definitely stepped up over the last couple of years. I've seen so much improvement with him and, and I'm really excited for him to take a senior foreman role on this, on this project and really give you uh give you a lot of help maybe free up some of your time to, to focus on some of the bigger ticket items. And you can kind of take a lot of the items and, and mentor those younger guys. Like you said, James, then we get uh chalky down here. Uh, he's going to be doing uh, this, this some quite a bit of survey work that needs to be done down here. There's a lot of utilities coming in off 112 that we need to keep track of um, a bunch of new utility work coming off of there that we need to coordinate. Um, there's quite a bit of survey, related work going into it as well we got a preload um that's got to go on we so there's a couple of different models uh he's going to get building there he's done a lot of this work in the past but i think this is a real good chance for him to to start building his own models and um really be his own surveyor from from the beginning to the end um so that'll be a good good opportunity for him um he's also very very familiar with Pretty much everything we've done on these MTA jobs there. Once you've built uh, built one of the admin buildings and a toll system, there's a lot of very similar details and kind of a similar process um, that goes into it. And and I believe he may have the most uh, experience on these. I think he's worked on all all four of the ones we've had in the past. The toll booths we did uh, around the Portland area a few years ago, and then Gardner, York, and now uh, now here in Saco. Um, Going to have uh, Zach Zach Pinkham's down here helping out with the traffic control right now. Um, hopefully, this this type of job gives him more opportunity to to build on what he's done in the past. There's a lot more pipe work to put in here, a lot of drainage. I think there's a hundred plus catch basins that need to go in along the highway. Um, quite a bit of cut to fill, you know, bigger mass earthwork stuff than we ever did down in York. Um, and he really had a chance to to run when we were over in the Gardner uh, job. So. That Zach has come a long way too. I mean, Zach is a guy who's came up all the way up through the ranks. Uh, as you remember in, in West Gardner, he just started with us as a laborer and, and he's, he's really progressed up into that junior foreman rank and everybody he's worked for. I think he worked for you, Matt, down a little bit at uh, back home South. Yeah. He's really stepped up and uh, taken, taken on the role pretty seriously. Does a really good job. What else you got going down there, James? We got Ryan Chapman down here. Who's a uh, laborer with us last year. Uh, He's down here helping out with the traffic control and hopefully sticking around. We've got, got plenty of work right up his alley uh, coming along once we, once we start firing on all cylinders. He was a guy I was guess I was thinking you were going to mention up in the, uh, the questions above with the guy with a lot of potential. And I know you, 
you and I have talked about him quite a bit, and uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, this this guy, I think this is going to be a great job for him down in Saco to maybe take the next step um, and see what he can do, um, maybe on some utility installations, and and maybe maybe start running his own crew. You know, that's that's certainly what I've aspirations for him to uh, to go down that avenue. Yeah, absolutely. We got a bunch of a lot of drainage work and, and Ryan's got a lot of uh, experience. I worked with him in the past and uh, got a lot of experience doing that. We've got kind of some trickier uh, utility work. That's not typical with your MTA jobs, getting, getting on and off uh, 112, which uh, he'll be a big asset helping out on those items. So, so James, um, I know this is a, an entirely new exit uh, that the MTA is building here. Why, why are they going through the trouble in, in adding that? I mean, there's, there's numerous exits right you know, north of that and right south of that. Uh, well, there's the the current exit that's close by is the old Orchard Beach exit, exit 36. Uh, we're we're putting in a new whole new exit for exit 35, which is the the overpass of 112. Um, and the proximity of the two, you, you wouldn't think you'd need another exit there, but to uh, there's a lot of people that travel out to the west side of uh, Route 112. Uh, there's a bunch of towns out there, uh, Buxton, Lyman type area, where a lot of people head out towards um, a lot of people that travel into Portland. There's quite a bit of congestion coming off 36 that backs up through an industrial park. Um, and then on to 112, um, just the MTA's idea is that this will help uh, relieve congestion on uh, the old Orchard Beach exit. Yeah, because looking looking at a map to to get on to 112 to go to Lyman, say, I mean, you're having to get off on essentially, like you said, Route 195, which is a separate interstate, go about a half a mile and then get off. So, yeah, I I can see definitely why they're spending the money on this. Um, yeah, for our sake, it's... Uh, I've got I've got a lot of family that lives right in Saco off of 112, and, and they're all pretty excited that this is going to be happening. So, so it's definitely going to help with congestion and getting around town. Definitely. And then there's a hotel there, too, which is probably the most messed up traffic pattern I've ever seen. If you get off the interstate for the hotel, you can't even you can't even go get food in, in downtown Saco. You have to get back on the interstate. So a lot of a uh, lot of good improvements coming out of this job. Um, just just tell us a little bit about your relationship with the MTA now. Uh, this is the the fourth uh, job we've had with the MTA in the last eight years. And the uh, third one that was pretty much a whole new toll plaza rebuild. Yeah, we've got a, a really good working relationship with the, uh, with the turnpike. Um, it's been a, a very similar um, cast from our last job uh, in New York. It's going to be the same inspection crew uh, from HNTB. Uh, Charlie Myers is the resident engineer. Uh, Tiana Higgins is the, uh, the field engineer. And then uh, Jamie was the head inspector for, for HNTB. Same, same crew we had and we had a great working relationship with, with them down in, uh, down in New York. You know, you, you've already mentioned that, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of our own key players back down there. And during the pre-construction uh, meeting, they seem pretty excited about that fact that, uh, that a lot of our foremen are part of the York project and Gardner will be back. Yeah. I think they've got a, a comfort level now. Um, obviously every day dealing with the same people is much easier than, you know, casting characters revolving in and out of the project. So, uh, no, I think, I think we're setting us up for another successful project down there, but, uh, this, this one does have some different aspects to it, to it, James. Uh, this one's got some wick drains. Uh, we've got to do a preload. It's got some H piles, you know, with, with pile caps on it to support some of the, some of the buildings and some slabs and some soft soil conditions and, uh, in a soil nail wall retention system, which 
that's something that I'm not sure we've dealt with uh, not much in a long time. So um, tell us about who we got performing some of that work for some of our subcontractors. Yeah, we've got uh, Keller is going to be coming in right off the bat. We've got to put a preload in um, on the southbound uh, on-ramp for uh, off 112. Keller will be coming in, putting in uh, wick drains for the preload. I think Scott and Herb kind of covered uh, covered wick drains last week, talking about 395. Um, and we got to put the put the preload on there, let that sit for six months. Um, we've got uh, some some H piles we've got to drive down through um, that preload later on to support the building and uh, the plaza. Uh, Audley's going to come drive some piles for us. Um, and we've also got a uh, soil nail wall. That's probably going to be part of the 2024 construction. Um, we've got to, uh, we've got to widen the southbound lanes um, coming down underneath 195. Um, so there's going to be a soil nail wall underneath uh, the southbound side, holding up the, uh, the existing abutment and Keller's a different division of Keller is actually going to come in and, and uh, put that soil nail wall in for us. Sounds good. Um, any more information that we didn't cover that should, should be brought up on Saco? I think we've, I think we've kind of gone over a lot of the scope of the job and the players in jo- of the job, the subs and, and whatnot, Matt, anything on your end? I think that sums it up. I think, you know, jobs like this, they, they really help. I think us as a company, you know, fight stagnation and, you know, promotes creative thinking and, and, uh, you know, we dabble into different, different skill sets, um, which, you know, help strengthen our core. Yeah. I mean, it has a, a lot of different market segments in one job. I know sometimes we, we go after just utility projects or just road projects or, or just landfill projects. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, this one has a lot of work. It's road work. It's got utility work. It's got concrete work. It's got electrical, um, you know, being, being, uh, you know, very well versed in those different, different market segments. I think that's what helps us out in this market. Absolutely. Um, that's what makes this work very appealing for us. With that said, we can roll into shout outs. Uh, the first shout out we got here is from Preston Cole. He gives a shout out to all workers still working and the rest of us chomping at the bit to get back at it. Sergeant Proud. And that's it. That's a good shout out just to, to sit and talk about for a minute. Uh, he brings up a good point. We do have some people on temporary layoff. Uh, it's the unfortunate part of this business, but uh, um, we're as eager to get him back to work as, as he's eager to come back to work. So, so great shout out, Preston. Yep, definitely. Next one's from Chris Plord. Shout out to the entire Sergeant family and hope everyone's winter is going good. Uh, next shout out uh, is from Tyler Waterfield slash Sue Vaughn. Uh, it's a shout out to Sergeant Mid-Atlantic office staff for the beautiful flower arrangement sent for the passing of my husband and Tyler Waterfield's stepdad. From Sue Vaughn. Thank you so much. Uh, the, the next shout out I, I wanted to give personally is to uh, Ron Miller. Uh, Ron Miller is the new facility maintenance guy we have at the new office on Godfrey Drive. Uh, I just got to say this guy is amazing. Uh, he is doing everything. He's running around. Every time I see him go by my office, uh, he's not walking. He's running. This guy gets some serious work done in a day. And uh, he definitely deserves a shout out. Yeah, I just met him yesterday and he, he's, he stays busy. That's you talk sure. about bringing value. This yep. guy is bringing value. I've only, I've only known him for two weeks now. And uh, what a great guy personally too. Um, that plus his work ethic. Uh, he's going to be a great fit for the company. Um, as far as uh, the Newton Grindle award, uh, I guess we had chatted as a group and we'd like to give it to Preston Cole. 
Um, and it goes out to all the people that are on temporary layoff. Uh, he brought up a very valid point. Um, and I appreciate his patience. Uh, we've got a lot of backlog this season and, uh, we're hoping to get people back, uh, earlier than normal, possibly nothing we can guarantee, but, uh, it's very weather dependent. And as long as the, the springtime cooperates with us, and, uh, I think it's going to be a busy and early spring. Next up, uh, we've got Amy Soames joining us for uh, some announcements. Hello. I just wanted to jump in real quick and remind everyone about our new health insurance. I've been getting a lot of calls from people going to providers' offices, and they may not recognize our insurance. It's a fairly new insurance company in this area, um, but it is still a valid insurance card. So I just want to remind folks, use your card. If your provider says they don't recognize it, please ask them to call the number on the back of the card to validate your eligibility. Same goes with the pharmacy. Uh, I've had a few calls where folks go, the provider's office say that they don't recognize the insurance and then they're asked to pay for the full amount up front. Please don't do that. I want to encourage everyone to be a little more insistent with their provider or the pharmacy and say, no, this is my insurance please call the number. Or if you need to, you can call the number on the back of the card while you're standing right there. I would much prefer for you to have that validation in the moment from Diversify so that you can continue your health process than worry about it. Perhaps be um, encouraged to pay something that you don't need to pay in the moment. We want to have everything go through the insurance company or normal. So uh, we're also getting some really great feedback. There are places that do recognize this insurance. So I don't want anyone to be fearful out there about it. It is just a newer insurance company than say Cigna, Anthem or Aetna that most people are familiar with. So if you have any questions, please call me and you can always call the number to diversify it on the back of your insurance card. Sounds good, Amy. So the takeaway is don't pay up front, have patience, call the number on the card. It is accepted. Absolutely. Everywhere. Yes. Sounds good. Thank you. A couple other uh, announcements from Human Resources. Um, we've got a UKG contest out there. Um, if you want to log into UKG, you can enter in your t-shirt size in the, under your profile. Update your UKG profile no later than March 2nd to have your name entered in a drawing for some sar- sergeant swag. Uh, there's going to be 10 winners announced on March 9th. Uh, if you need some instructions on how to log into UKG in case you forgot, as, as well as maybe to where you enter your t- T-shirt size on your profile, um, you can go to the employee Facebook page um, and get some information there or this week's paycheck stub. And I can jump in there real quick and say the sizes that you have to select from for what your options will be, they're all unisex. And the reason we did that is that a unisex sizing If you're going to go with traditional orders for men and women, usually the women would downsize one. So let's say a women's large would be a men's medium. And if we were ever just to do an order, we could do that. But the unisex sizing is going to give us everyone's baseline because we love our swag. Got to have the swag. Got to have the swag. Uh, Another one, just a refresher on the employee referral bonus. Um, If you do have an employee that gets hired, you are eligible for uh, getting up to a thousand dollars. So that's probably the best employees that we've got hired last year. And the, and the best retention rate have been the ones that have been referred by other employees. So you listeners out there, you know, anybody who's interested in the construction field, or even if they haven't you know, been in the field before, but want to try out the industry uh, and you think they've got our culture, get them an application, get them signed up. 
could get you a thousand dollars. That is pretty much a wrap up of the uh, of the podcast here. Any uh, any takeaways, Matt? No, I'm just looking forward to get the season going. Won't yeah. be long now. Yeah, we've got a great backlog. Uh, probably the best in company history. Um, I think it's going to be an early spring. We're hoping. Um, looking at the weather this this winter tells us that, but that could change. So I never like to put anything in stone. But uh, we've got a lot of work that we can tackle right out of the gate in all regions. And uh, I think it's I think it's going to be a great year. Uh, any closing statements, James McCarthy? Just jumping at the bit to get going. Sounds good. We're going to close with uh, zero accidents. Zero accidents. Zero. Zero.